Hey everybody, this is Vince Miller. Thank you so much for joining me for another devotional. Now, before we dig in today, uh, I just want to remind you guys, if you're new to the Daily Devo, go to the website, grab one of these scripture journals on the book of John and follow along. Basically, what you got here is you got text on one side and blank space on the other for you to take notes so you can kind of commemorate and remember our journey together, what God has convicted you about. And by the way, these are great reference tools. In fact, you can see I have all of them on the shelves back here. I keep them so I can pull them off from time to time and remember what God taught me you know, throughout our journey through the Bible. Today we're going to read John chapter 5 verses 19 through 23. But before I read it, uh, let's go back for just a moment to the beginning of the gospel. We remember that John, our author, is actually trying to clarify the nature of who Jesus is. He wants to clearly explain what he saw as he saw Jesus and who he is so that his readers can actually make their own decision about Jesus. And he does this because people commonly misunderstand Jesus. They did in his day, they do in ours. And what tends to happen is people either underemphasize Jesus's divine nature, assuming that Jesus is just another mere human. Others, on the other hand, will overemphasize his divine nature, as the Jews are doing in this text here, proposing that Jesus, Jesus uh, is claiming that he's a replacement for God. So the following text, Jesus is going to clarify who he is. And just for a few minutes, I just want you to listen. There's a, there's a bit of a tongue twister in here. You got to read it slowly to really understand. But I want you to notice that Jesus uses the word for, F-O-R, four times in this text. And I'll try to emphasize it. So Jesus said to them, those who are overemphasizing his divinity, he said, truly, truly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the father doing. For whatever the father does, that the son does likewise. For the father loves the son and shows him all that he himself is doing and greater works than these will he show him so that you may marvel. For as the father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the son gives life to whom he will. For the father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the son that all may honor the son just as they honor the father. Whoever does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him. So this is something you probably need to read a few times, by the way. I understand that. But what you're reading here is Jesus's clarification about his divinity. He presents four fours or four distinctions about his divine nature. First, the son serves the father. So that's about his authority. Second, the father reveals to the son. So he reveals things like knowledge to him. Third, the son has the power to give life. That's life-giving power. And fourth, the son is given the right to judge. That is to make judgments or proclaim judgment on mankind. Now, Jesus clarifies all these things because the Jews have intentionally overstated his divine nature. They were making him out to be God, but Jesus never declared that he was God. So Jesus uses these relational titles here, father and son, to clarify the lines and kind of the limits, the boundaries of his relationship with God. So why does all this matter? Why is it important? <laughs> it's very important because there are all kinds of cascading effects when we get these two extremes wrong. In fact, there are dozens, if not hundreds, of theological implications if we 
tip the scales too much one way or the other, too much toward his divinity or too much toward his humanity. But the one implication that Jesus is actually concerned about in this text here is our salvation. When we rightly understand the Father and the Son and their relationship, then we appreciate the joint purpose of the Father and the Son. They came to communicate with humanity, that's us, and bring us back into a divine relationship in the Father's family. And we, that's all humanity, are like lost children that the Father wants to restore into a right relationship in his family through his Son. So going back to the very beginning of the book now, John says it this way in John chapter 1, verse 12. He says, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become what? Children of God in his family. And guess what? All humanity is searching for this. A righteous and compassionate and forgiving and gracious father within a loving family. I mean, no man I have ever met doesn't want and long for this. We have all experienced brokenness in our family, whether that be our present family or our family of origin. What we long for is a good father. We want to be a part of a loving family. And guess what? God is the only good father that provides it through his son, which is how we become children of God. So today, if you long for a good father, you can have that. You can have it just simply by believing in Jesus's name. And guess what? As a result, that not only gives you a good father, but that makes us brothers with one very good father. I love you, fellas. I pray this has blessed you today. If it has, share it with someone else, and I'll see you right back here again tomorrow.